We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded and pay our respects to Elders past, present and Aboriginal Elders emerging. Welcome to the Vale Podcast. Local people, local news, local stories. I'm without a co-host again, but I have got my husband. Hello, Jake. How are you? Again. You can hear me? Yeah, I know. You can. How's that? Better? That's much better. Thank you. You'd think out of everyone that I'm going to teach to use a microphone properly, Might it's be going to be you. No. Well, you would think so. Donnie's actually quite good at it. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I can't play him any louder than that, but I will in a minute. He was supposed to be here, but when he mentioned it to Carmel, mm-hmm. his beautiful wife, she informed him that he had other engagements, so unable, but we'll start again. And then I said we'll start again normally next week. That's but how we husband won't because be. Just, just obeys yes the wife. Dear. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Secret to a happy marriage, isn't it? Yes, correct. Maybe you should practice what you preach. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I'll practice it well. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, how's the training going? Awesome. We're going to talk mainly to RDHS mm-hmm. this week because, correct. and I'm hoping Vicky, who's the acting CEO, Vicky Shawcross, while Mara's in New York, I'm hoping she can come in and have a chat as well. But we've got Anita, who we'll speak to very shortly. She's been here a couple of months, manager of primary care. So you've been here how long? Two months. And how are you finding it? Yes, I get here every day and I <laughs> wear my little badge that says manager primary care and I find my way into the job. But I was actually mm. born in this very hospital. Were you? Yes, I was. I'm a local. You are a local. I was not, nor was Luke, because birthing no. had finished by the time you were born, yes that or no? Year. That year. Yep. So one girl I went to school with was the last one here. Jess my, Young, where my office is in the old primary health building, mm. the old hospital. Mm. My, the room I was born in is about two rooms down. Really? Yeah. Do you get a sense of nostalgia being at work? <laughs> I do, but I cannot remember it. <laughs> my parents met and fell in love in Robinvale. Really? Yes. Well, you've got roots everywhere in Robinvale, haven't you? Yes. Wow. We'll come back to you in, in a little bit. I want to talk to Luke about his um, training or lack, lack thereof this week. And we're also going to talk to Cindy Hinterhosel, not about her son who's been up and down the Murray River, and you may have heard him over the Christmas New Year break, but about the out-of-school hours and school holiday program. And Jules is going to come in and talk about Australia Day breakfast too, which brings me to, look at that segue. You'd think I actually like worked Planned in media that, and stuff. Yeah. Yes. But yes. You're, you've got your first guest speaking gig. I have, yes. So today I got invited to – there you go. <laughs> so today I got invited to go to the Manang Straight A Breakfast mm-hmm. and talk just about what I'm all about and what we're doing here with this campaign. You can't have to lift the energy levels to entertain people. It's late in the week, dear. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and you do have to be somewhere. But yes. that's, um, that's awesome. Mm, it is. Nerve-wracking for me. Well, you were there, um, without being rude, not taking anything away from you, but they did have Eden Zanker, who's from Natcha, lined up. So you Uh, were the next call after an AFL footballer. I know, right? That's pretty cool. Where else would you go? But me. Well, um, okay. (laughs) Good. (laughs) This is your new He's unavailable, so (laughs) good. they asked me. Um, So how is the training going? Yeah, not too bad. Gym looks good. It does, yep. We'll get into that tonight, possibly. Mm-hmm. Might do a bit of a gym and run tonight. Mm-hmm. And run. Yep. Because Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and a long run Sunday at this stage. Okay. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Considering I'm doing it without a coach at the moment. But you've had coaches contact you since the video, which is really yes. cool. So we're going to – we'll touch base over the next couple of days and – Are we going to say who it is? a few things out. No, not yet. Oh, not I, it's you haven't quite decided? Because you've actually been contacted by two. Yes, correct. Who are very reputable. Yep. reputable. Yes. Mm. So 
I'm just waiting to get in contact with my preference. And you're just going to keep that under wraps Yeah, absolutely, until it's finalised. Okay, all right, cool. But you have got Lou at CMO, Mm -hmm. Central Mallee Osteo, has done the program. Correct. Which, I'll be honest, I'll be honest, I only looked at in detail yesterday. I glanced at it the first time. And knowing Lou, um, and Lou is so far, like you would not meet, a more passionate person about what they do and she is studying all the time. So she's at the moment, and Eddie, you'd be interested in this, she is at the moment studying to become the first official sports osteo in Australia. Wow. Because it's not a thing at the moment apparently. I didn't know that. Um, But I've been seeing Lou for years and years and years and she is just all over it. So she's written, Luke, this strength and conditioning program I looked at that program last night and even mm. went, oh, this is above my pay grade. As mm. a PT, like Cert 3 and 4 doesn't qualify you for osteo yep. and like actual health stuff, um, nor does being a massage therapist. Mm. Yeah, it's a good program. It's not just lifting weights. It's, it's interesting. Mm. Very interesting. So, she, yeah, okay. We're going to have to do some video on it because yep. it's, it's quite – want to get technique better. Yeah, you'll have to do a few more sessions yeah, with Louis so. first. Yep. Um, which brings us to – Anita Spot, the new primary manager at uh, Primary Health Manager. Did I get that right? Yes, you did. Great, thanks. You manage all of the primary and allied health yes, I staff, do. yeah, yep. and department. And we've got three social workers that we look after. Have you? Yes. So I know Sue. Yes, Sue. Who are Watson. the other two? And we've got Anil. Sarsi, mm-hmm. and we have Esther, and unfortunately I can't pronounce Esther's surname, but she's gorgeous. Fair enough. If I look at a name and can't pronounce it, I out of respect, I don't yeah. even try. That's so right. that's fair enough. I've met both those girls. Have you? Yep. First aid, uh, mental health mental first health aid course. Mental health first aid, yep. Yep, oh. when I did that. Yep. How often do those uh, mental aid first health... Say that again. Oh, yeah, that was, it's Friday afternoon. Mental health first aid courses run. So because Sue, uh, one of our social workers, is a, a trainer, she can run them when the need arises. So if if um, the community felt like they wanted the course, mm-hmm. um, she can run it to suit need. And like more recently she's doing mental health first aid related to gambling because Esther, um, actually her main focus is um, gambling counselling. She runs a program um, funded by the... Um, Office of Gaming. Liquor, liquor and Gaming, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, to help people who have gambling issues. So there's a lot of um, people who have gambling issues who have mental health issues as well. So. Yeah, because we were talking – when I first contacted you about coming on this podcast, which you jumped at like everyone does, and they first of all go, no, no, no way in hell, um, and the and girls sit over there back. and laugh. Um, yeah, exactly, everyone comes back. But we talked about how we don't want to focus just on depression. No. And social workers don't just work with depression, obviously. Well, I actually did a little bit of research on social workers because oh, yes. as my background is nursing. So as a nurse, you call the social worker when somebody has a problem that's not related to their physical health. Right. So it's a huge thing. Um, that uh, is broad. Very, very it? broad. So some of the things that our social workers do, which people don't often think about, is help them negotiate government departments, help them talk to Centrelink, help them yeah. with um, if they can't pay their bills or they get a huge electricity bill and can't figure out why they've got it and don't feel confident advocating for themselves. The social workers do that. Um, as I said, Esther does the gambling counselling, so doing things like helping people 
um, exclude themselves from gaming venues, mm. um, take away the temptation, do help them look at financial counselling, mm-hmm. putting them in touch with financial counsellors. Um, obviously, if you have a gambling issue, very often you have financial issues as well. Um, we have Sue who works with people who have issues with alcohol and other drugs because mm-hmm. we know that um, people who are use substances often have either underlying mental health issues or the alcohol and other drugs cause mental health issues. Mm. Um, and we have people who just do advocacy. Um, Esther also runs the carer support groups, so people who are in a really? caring role. Um, so she facilitates those groups just to give the carers a um, somewhere where they can go that's yeah. not with the person because caring is a really stressful Mm. And we've had that conversation with Tommy and Jussie Mm -hmm. um, in the last podcast that was about uh, Tommy and Luke's – I don't want to say the word yet, thank you. I was about to say the J word, which we've banned from the entire project. But Jussie was very much – she was saying as well that the carers – and if Esther runs it, it's not just people that care for – No, no, just all carers. Gambling is part of her role. It's her main focus, but she does – she does general counselling and she does runs the carer support groups. Right. It's interesting that there is a – I had no idea there was a carer support group. Um, so we will put that on the website Excellent. and on yeah. the 42K website because mm-hmm. that's something that we're, we've been really sort of going, where do we go? What's mm. the first step for people that are that are caring for? Even if those that we are caring for sometimes don't want to admit that there's something wrong no, or they right. might not even know what sometimes, they're feeling. Sometimes for the carers it's just um, an opportunity to get away from – what they're dealing with at home and speak to like-minded people mm. um, have some social outing that they don't necessarily get where they mm. don't have to worry about anything other than themselves. Yeah, which is difficult when you're caring for someone with, with mental illness because mm. you are always, even if you're not with them, yes. your mind's usually always with them. Yep. Yeah, that's right. So that's great. Yeah. I'm happy that there's there's that group. There is. Um, another thing Anil does, he's our... Um, I suppose he does a lot of that negotiating um, with government departments, but he also does a lot with some of the migrants that are here. Oh, right. Um, he works with Centrelink, he works with hospitals, he works with Medicare and helping them to um, negotiate all the different government departments and mm. organisations. He helps with housing, if you can help find housing for people. Wow. Um, In Robinvale? Yeah, well, uh, yeah, good that's, luck. that's very difficult. They run yeah. a few other things that too. I don't know whether you've heard of the drumbeat program. That, I um, haven't. No. 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 So there's a lot of evidence to say that um, drumming, so it's not... Mm. It's not like fast. actual, dr- actual yes, drumming. it's yeah. like African... Yeah. Um, ...can help with... Um, uh, mental illness and depression and that sort of thing. So yeah. they run those. We do a few programs in the schools. A few of the staff are drumbeat champions. Really? Training for other people. That's yeah. cool. Because you cool. do see often when you go to or when you hear about um, people talking about wellness festivals and expos and things like that, drum circles are a mm. massive thing these days. Yes, they um, are. Yeah. So yeah. that's – I had no idea. Who yes. are the champions? Uh, so Sue and Anil and Esther can all do the drumbeat. They are available to do training for other people too. So I would pay to see Sue on a on a drum. I really would. Yeah. She's so multifaceted, that woman, isn't yes. she? Yeah. Um, another thing Anil does, he's a, he's what we call our dementia champion too. So he help, works a lot with um, 
the families and carers of people with dementia. Mm. I know it's not a mental illness in terms of what we're talking about, but it's certainly something that affects. Mm. Is Alzheimer's, how is Alzheimer's categorised? It's, it's Alzheimer's is a form of dementia. Yep. So dementia is the overarching. So Alzheimer's is not a mental illness? No, it's not yeah, a mental it's a, illness. Yeah, yeah, it's a physical illness because it's a... Something, something brain. goes wrong in the brain. Yeah. They're, they're still not... There are some causes that they know of, but there's some that they still don't know yeah, why it right. happens. Mm. The other thing, family violence is another thing mm. that social workers do a lot of work with, yep. working with families, working with um, the community, I suppose, and raising the um, awareness about um, domestic and family violence. Mm. So you might have seen the um, Days of Activism. that mm. yep. Yes, yeah. Yeah, and that's a massive thing too. I think a lot of regional centres struggle with um, occurrences of family violence, yes. which is, you know, it's, it's it all leads on from the, the substance abuse and alcohol and all of these other things that, that come along with it. It's just a vicious cycle, isn't it? It's a horrible thing. Yeah. Horrible, horrible thing. It is And a it's not always thing. what you think it is. It's not always the physical violence. Mm. Mm. Emotional violence yep. Financial violence. Yeah, yeah, it's um, <clears throat> it's a pretty awful situation. Um, with regard to running a marathon, <laughs> let's go with that. Yes. And the um, the allied health professionals that we've got here, Jeff's left, hasn't he? The physio. Yes, he has. Has he gone to WA? Do you yes, know? Yes, he yeah. has. Yeah, right. See, I do hear things on the grapevine. They're occasionally true. Um, have we got a new one yet? No, we oh. have a. Uh, we have a locum. Okay. And she's here until March. But That's long enough to get you started though. Yep. And Could, we are recruiting actively. Yep. For a full-time, full-time or a contract. Or, yeah. And a full-time OT while we've got the opportunity to say it. So F- full-time permanent or yes. full-time contract? No, full-time permanent. <gasps> wow. Fantastic boss. Yeah. Good pay. Yes. I'll do it. Oh, you know. Can't learn as I go. <laughs> I do have to have qualifications. I don't. I'll physiotherapy right. and I'll occupational therapy is not something you can do as an apprenticeship. I'll wing it. Why not? <laughs> they, no, they don't. That's not how it works. Oh, okay. Fake it till you make it. <laughs> no, not fake it till you make it. Um, if only. Yeah. If only, yeah. But physios can help with uh, not only once you've got the injury, and I suppose they're complementary working with Caitlin, who's the exercise physiologist, in preventing injuries. Yes, they are. And not just for athletes, for everyone, Anyone. for people who are pregnant, looking yes. at Jules across the room, who's shifting in a chair, being yeah. uncomfortable. <laughs> but even... Younger kids yes. through to the elderly, right? Right, right through. Mm. Almost almost birth to death. Because we always need health professionals. So when someone comes to visit any of the primary carers here um, or primary health professionals, at what what's the – I think people – well, maybe they do or maybe they don't. What's the, the standard fee? Is there a standard fee or is it all bulk billed or what does one need to do to get an appointment with a physio here? We do have a client contribution. It's very – it's – Relatively small considering mm-hmm. um, the services are provided mm. here and they don't have to travel into Mildura and mm. if you went into Mildura to see those people. You oh, you're paying $85 yeah, for a, a physio appointment. Yeah. And it is, there is the, it's not, um, if people have healthcare cards and um, pension cards, mm-hmm. it's, it's a token amount. Yeah. yeah. One thing we do want to get across is not being able to pay for something isn't a reason not to come because... We do take that into consideration. Yep. Yeah, it is often though, and particularly with your mental health, it mm-hmm. is often 
the one thing that you can use as, as an excuse, yes. yep. isn't it? Especially when if you think that, you know, a psychologist is going to cost you $150 a visit or a counsellor is going to cost you 150 bucks, mm-hmm. in that state, you're not going to want to go you, – you're going to go, oh, well, I won't go and see that. I don't That's have to admit right. anything. I haven't got 150 bucks. Right. can't go. Yeah. It's an easy so, out. Yeah. yeah. Things like um, the mental health first aid, sometimes there's a token amount. So the term social worker – it's one that gets thrown around often, but there's quite a difference between a counsellor yes. and a social worker, isn't there? Yes, there quite is. Quite a difference. Yes. So um, essentially anyone can put a shingle outside their place and say, I'm a counsellor. Mm. Um, Which is alarming in the first instance. Yes, it yep. is. Mm. A social worker has to have appropriate education that meets the requirements of, and I wrote this down so I know, the Australian Association of Social Workers. Um, it's generally a, a degree course through a university. They need to register themselves with that group. as, And there'd be registra- registration fees and yes. all that kind of stuff yep. that you have to be. Yes. Yeah. So that's the difference between anyone can be a counsellor. Mm. So that's you're saying scary. there is hope for me, yeah. Yes, there is. <laughs> awesome. You could be a counsellor. Yes. You can just stay on Sweet. the farm <laughs> where you belong. <laughs> Thank you very much. No worries. You're much better at growing almonds. I'll be better at running soon. Is there a nutritionist at RDHS? We have a dietitian. In a fact. dietitian. Help me. Hooray! Help me. Who's the dietitian? Dietitian's name is Stephanie. Excellent. And she works full time. She does do outreach to Bell Reynolds and Oyen and Dayton. Yep. But she's here. A lot of RDHS staff do do yes, outreach, they do. don't they? They're, yeah. And they're travelling a long way. Yes, they are. So that's why we've got such good staff here. Yes, it is. And I think sometimes that can be a bit of a mis- misperception as well that, you know, I'll travel to Mildura to see a physio or I'll travel somewhere else. We've got all these services we have right here. excellent staff here. Yeah. Excellent staff. So you'll be getting booked into most of them. That's okay. Yeah. Before running a marathon, which still makes me – I get a lump in my throat when I say run a marathon – I've got no interest. I can't in wait. Doing. Really? Yeah, I'm really excited to do it. Asked me three months ago. No way. You'll probably get addicted to it, like most people do. Mm, mm. Hopefully. Steve Monaghetti is famous for saying, "The man who starts the marathon is not the same man who finishes the marathon." Yeah. But in terms of that, is it best to, if you're starting any exercise program, it doesn't even have to be running a marathon. If you're getting back into exercise, for example, is it best to make an appointment to see? First of all, your GP. Yes. Um, even as a PT, we say go and see your GP first for blood pressure and all the rest of it, just a general health check. But then make an appointment with Caitlin, with the physio, with a dietitian, all of these things. Because it's exercise is less for me about losing weight and all and about aesthetics than it is for just general health and mental health, really. Mm-hmm. If I was going to be starting to run a marathon, <laughs> I would certainly be seeing G- GP definitely. Um, if I had never run before and was going to run a marathon, I'd probably be seeing a physio just to make sure everything was okay and you weren't mm. going to aggravate any old footy injuries or anything like that. Mm. Um, exercise physiologist who can help you, although you did say you're going to have a coach. Mm. But, yes. But the general yep. public, yes, I would. Yep. Yeah, so the difference between a physio and an exercise physiologist, we'll talk, we'll, I reckon we'll get Caitlin in because I want to, over the course of this campaign, if we can get someone from RDHS because this is who it's all for. Mm-hmm. And I suppose we'll get to that in a second, but we want to sort of touch base with 
with Caitlin and the physios. I'm and sure they would love to speak to I'm you on the podcast. I'm sure they would. You weren't being facetious about no. that at all. Oh, they'll be lining up, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. sure. No, to be fair, we did. the social workers did say they'd be happy to talk. They have now anyway. <laughs> yeah. No, Sue did say she's happy yep. to come on whenever. Good. As far as the $42,000 that Luke is going to raise, what's the tangible difference that's going to make on the ground? Well, anything that can help provide more mental health services is going to make a difference Mm. in this town. We are thinking that it would give us the opportunity to run a specific drop-in clinic. Mm. We we don't have that at the moment. People have to make an appointment and that's difficult because once – when you decide to make a change and or get help, you make that decision and you want to do it now. Now, yeah. And there's yep. with an appointment system, you often can't get in now. So mm. having a drop-in clinic and being able to just drop into the centre, yep. speak to someone. Mm. And I, the only other thought that we had was, um, and I was thinking about this when the federal government announced the mental health package for bushfire victims. That's great. There's not the people on the ground to facilitate something like no. that as far as mental health clinicians. No. So in the future, if this is successful, maybe there's scope for like a scholarship through mm. the college or for people that want to get into the space. And That would be fantastic. And mm. what would be even better is if we could have someone locally who got a scholarship mm. and came back here. That's yep. right. Well, that would be... Would be really yeah. your own workforce. Yep. Yeah, wouldn't yes. it? And that's sort fantastic. of the... Yeah, that would mm. be sort of the vision, I suppose, yep. the big the big picture mm. overarching... Because I say when when we raise this money, because I have we no will. doubt that we'll Absolutely be able to, will. especially after the reaction that we've had online this week, mm-hmm. I think that it really has got legs to grow and not just for Robin Vale, but people being interested in other parts of the region going, this is a great idea. We could do that for this one and this one and this one. Yep. Yes, you can. I um, think it, it shows just something as little as Menang mm. have paid interest already. Mm. We're what, two days in. Mm. So if they are, surely other communities mm. can see the positive, the smaller, positive effect of it. The smaller, smaller the community, yep. the less likely it is that they have access to mental yep. health yep. in their community, mm. mental health support. Mm. Yep. Which is... Such a catch-22 because the smaller the community, the more isolated the community, the more amplified the problem. Mm. We've got the drought issue as well, which is affecting a lot of people on the outskirts of small communities, Mm. farming people. Mm. If mum and dad or husband and wife are both stressed to the max, then there's that mood change constantly and then there's relationship Mm. breakdowns and all – like it's just a massive beast. So Mm. I think anything we can do to help – and the, yep. and the kids are seeing that. Mm. That's that's their norm, that mm. mum and dad are yep. stressed and yeah. perhaps fighting or yeah. Which is not happy. No. And that rubs off on the kids. Yeah. Scary. And Scary we just if want the kids are thinking that is the norm, yeah. for sure. No different to an abusive household. Mm. Well, it's not, and is the it? The kids think that's how you should treat women mm. and men. Yep. One of the things I did when you asked me to come on and speak to you is – have a look at this um, Australian Association of Social Workers and the first thing I read on their page is one in five Australians have a mental health issue. Mm. The other thing I read just recently is that we're seeing an increasing number of children with mental health Mm. issues. Which is scary. Oh, it's so scary. And sad. You want kids to just be happy and have a happy childhood and... Go you outside know, and play. and It's a lot easier to look after kids when they're kids and raise them to be... 
well-adjusted adults than it is to fix broken adults, yes. I suppose, isn't it? That is exactly right. Mm. Yeah. And it costs a lot less too. Yes, it does. Yeah, to the to the public health system and the, pr- you yeah. know, all of that kind of stuff. So, And what's causing that with kids is, you know, it's going to be a, a long-standing debate. The mm. way I suppose our lives are now with you know, every kid's got iPads or phones and this social media and the internet's the way of the world. Mm. Instead it's, of just your peers in close proximity having an yeah. influence on you, mm. yep. you can potentially have millions of people that you don't know influencing your behaviour. Mm. Exactly right. Which yeah. is so scary. Like you just don't – there's no need for kids to be opened yeah. up to that. Let them have their childhood. That's my view. And they um, lose the ability to communicate and mm. socialise. Yes, mm. they do. So then when they're in those social um, mm. areas or, or spaces, they don't know how to deal with it. And no. it's a very difficult – space for parents to be in because you want your kids to be technologically savvy because that's the way the world's yep, going. Correct. But you don't want them to be so involved and engrossed in their mm. device yep. that they can't look at someone in the eye yep. and mm. have a What's conversation. What's going on around them. Yeah, that's yep. it. Anita, thank you so much for coming in today. So lovely to meet you. That's okay. It's been such a great chat. Luke, Are thanks you going to take me or am I staying? You can stay. You can stay. You can stay and talk about Australia Day breakfast because Jules is going to talk about Robin Vale next and we're going to talk about Manangatang just a little bit more as okay. well, even Always. though you may not have details. Anita, That's thank fine. you. I'll let you get back to work. You're very welcome. See you next time. Thanks, Anita. Now we're going to talk all things Australia Day breakfast. I love an Australia Day breakfast. How are you, Jules? Good. Yourself? Good. Luke's actually he's getting up and walking away from me when I hit Hi, record. Jules. That's <laughs> rude. Speaking at Manangatang. Yeah. Wow. Good. Yeah, it is good. good. Yeah. Oh, me? Yeah. I thought you said Julesies too. Yeah, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> that would be odd for Jules to be on I the know. committee for Robin Vale and speak at yeah. Manangatang, wouldn't it? Yes, it would be. Who is the guest speaker here? Uh, Leanne Edcock, surprisingly. Our director. Not surprisingly. Yes. She has got a few stories. Don't you worry. And I said to you yesterday, ask her about her friendship with Clint Eastwood. I already know the story. Do you? Because you replied, ha ha. And I went, I wonder if she thinks I'm joking. No, no. I know the stories. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know this story, Luke? I don't. I'll let Leanne tell it at Australia Day and I won't tell it properly. But briefly, when I spoke at the AGM, the RDHS AGM, I, we, I spoke briefly about yep. me playing golf at Pebble Beach and she said, oh, I sit, spent some time down in Monterey in Carmel because I'm friends with Clint Eastwood's first wife. I'm sorry, what? Sorry. <laughs> and she said they still get along really well because he's what, on the – Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like has had – sat That's down cool. and had lunch with him and – because he's still on the what – Let's get him on the, the campaign. Pebble <laughs> Beach. That's not a bad idea. No? <laughs> I'm sure he's a busy man, but you can you can always try. Whatever. He's in retirement now, Please. isn't he? Or at least maybe he should be. He's like 108. Well, let's get his ex-wife. That's big enough profile. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> I wouldn't even know her name. But anyway, um, so Leanne's speaking at Australian Day Breakfast. Yes. So thank you, Leanne. Mm. First, first, um, first thank you of the uh, session, I suppose. Mm. Yeah. It's going to be a big one. Isn't it? Well, I was trying to make it bigger than Ben-Hur, but unfortunately a couple of things have pulled back and we had a performance lined up and unfortunately that had to be cancelled due to other commitments and a few Mm. other, yeah, a few other things that um, got pulled along the way and unfortunately I haven't had as much lead time in planning as I'd hoped. Um, You've had a year. I understand that, but usually you don't do it until the leader. And you've been a little bit preoccupied. Yeah, that's right. How long it's have you got to go before you have baby? 19 weeks. So have we got community brass band or any performance 
No, this is this Give me is a where tambourine. I'm so I'm so sorry to the community. It's not as big as I'd hoped it'd be. Um, it, you know, it's just going to be your cash. Barbecue breakfast. Um, I've got some amazing awards, obviously. Your Robin Vale Citizen of the Year and your Citizen of the Year. And um, then there's the Community Event of the Year and all the other ones that Council present as well. Um, do we do citizens? Are we doing citizens? So, well, there is a – yes. And this is the first time. Yes. Um, that – the Swan Hill Rural City Council's actually had citizenship ceremonies on um, Australia, Australia Day. Day. That's yeah. right, yeah. Because we, and there is something like 54 in Swan Hill itself, which wow. the mayor does, and I've got six or seven here. That's okay. Um, That's good. Yeah. yeah. And it is, it, it's, but it's great because yeah. Robin Vale is actually the only place in Australia where the councillor is actually allowed to um, do the citizenship mm. ceremony. So it's mm. but like... Robin Vale's unique and, in more ways than you might you've think. you've done yeah. a lot more than the six that are going to be presented on Australia Day. You've done a lot of citizenship sort mm, of. No. no <laughs> I've done one. I've oh, done one okay. ceremony, which was. that had how many people? That was. Oh, it was ten, I think. Yeah. 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 Okay. I yeah. thought there was a lot more than that. You know what? I can't take credit for that, though. Sue Smythe does, it all, does all yeah. the work. Like, yeah. And Lee McPhee does all the. Because all, by the time it gets to me, it's all done. Yeah. Um, you know, you the just certi- present it. I've just signed the certificates. Um, there's a few awards and things for like the Australia Day things that we give out um, mm. that I have to sign, but mm-hmm. all the, all of the the staff do all that. Yeah. So yeah. you know, if if it weren't for Sue, then I might be a bit more nervous about it. But <laughs> and she got it, all and she does it. Yeah, easy. she does make my life yeah. easy. Yes. Good work, Sue. Yeah. But there are a few big awards and stuff. So yes, which mm. we're very excited about. So we've got plenty of time slotted in for all that. Mm. Um, and yeah, we're just we're just going to keep it cash this year, I think. So we're even going to change location, but unfortunately, we're going to change it to down at the community arts centre this year. But oh. I ran out of time, and that's what I mean. I'm sorry. What are we cooking? And by we, I mean you. <laughs> you mean the lovely Mick Pitt and his crew? Oh, is Mick Pitt doing it? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Was it Rotary that did it last year? They helped out. Yeah, okay. Um, I thought John. You know, we had, I thought John he, yep, that's mm. right. We had um, Rotary Hands on Deck, which we will again this year. Mm-hmm. Which thank you very much to Rotary for your contribution, as well as they help out with the, um, like the change. What do you call that? The change box and mm-hmm. a couple of other things yep. as well. So, yep. um, they without their support and their mm. help, volunteer volunteer time and effort is just minimal. So, yep. Yep. Um, a big big thank you to Rotary for that, and and Mick of course because he. Not only does he donate his time, he donates his tables and chairs and mm. all that sort of stuff. And um, yeah, we've just got to organise the the meat and the um, food. the food. Mm. Yeah, basically snags which, and bacon. He he orders all that, and all I have to do is go in and pay, uh-huh. and he picks it all up. Easy. And that's what I mean. He makes my life for catering wise. Do you two so girls easy. do anything? Hey. Seems like everyone does everything for you here. It's called management. See, oh. You should know that, Luke. Yes. Give yes. me a look at your hands. When was the last time you did any manual labour? Mm, anyway. Exactly. You've got a lovely manicure going on there. Oh, next topic. Nice next topic. Hands. Come off. Let's go off with this. See, when a man says it, it's got to be changed the subject. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Exactly. Well, don't, don't say things if you haven't Sorry. got the evidence to back it up. No, anyway, um, who's on the Australia Day Committee? Look, honestly, it's not actually a committee. Honestly, me. I just, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I've, I've organised um, organised it all this year and I just coordinate 
um, volunteers, basically. So there's not actually a committee as such. It's just a coordination. It's probably easier to get things done when there's no committee. It, it, it is. It's a hell of a lot easier, but it also gets hard, especially mm. when you want new ideas to come to life and you, and you mm. need to organise, and so, like, like I said, being unwell in the early stages of pregnancy. Mm. It was so hard for me to get on top of everything. Or and even actually, make phone calls when you're feeling ex- like that. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Even emailing and technology, just yeah. looking at it was yeah. a struggle. So, you know, it's uh, the, yeah. I get it. Like morning sickness <laughs> is a real thing and it's debilitating. And it is. It is. It yeah. Is. It's not pretty. Unless, of course, so you are one of those day. lucky ones. <laughs> Unless, of course, you are one of those lucky ones that doesn't mm. really it. feel mm. it. Yeah. Mm. But, um, yeah. They're the ones that have six kids. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's an amazing yeah. experience. Yeah. Exactly, because why yeah. would you keep going back if you've been sick yeah. the entire time? Are you feeling better now? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Good. With the Australia Day Committee, is there a scope for a, a committee or for more helpers to put There's their hand up? There's definitely a scope. Mm-hmm. Um, look, the like like you said, 12 months' worth of planning if you want yeah. something extravagant. It's just numbers have dwindled over the last mm. couple of years. And Dougal Leslie did a, a fantastic job um, previously organising yeah. it. And obviously, it was getting a bit much for himself and, yeah. and, and Michael Pitt to um, to do all this just on them on their own, yep. mm-hmm. um, with the help of obviously Rotary and anyone else that could come along mm-hmm. and volunteer. But there's definitely a scope. I tried yep. to tried to get one on board last year, um, yep. and Jane Watson was the only one mm. that sort of put up her hand to help yep. me. Um, there was a couple of others, but couldn't get the commitment, I suppose, mm-hmm. out mm. of them. Um, and, yeah, but there's definitely a scope and it's definitely something I'm going to have to look into after this Australia Day because um, mm. I'll have a little, little So one. you'll have yeah. a baby next yeah, year. Yeah, I'll have a little one running around and I don't like to see these community events dwindle. And, and that's disappear. the thing. If, if you're going to get volunteers, even though at this stage it's a volunteer, yeah. doing it, the community needs to support it mm. yep. and get out. to. The, yep, some people might like to sleep in or just mm. it's going to be a Sunday this year. Mm. Mm. Oh. It is. It's going to be. Everyone likes to sleep in on a Sunday, but get up early and go yep. and support it. Yeah. It's a good morning. Yeah. And look, we're there till 10 o'clock. Um, mm. So, you know, it's not like, yeah. you know, if you're, you're a person who likes a late breakfast, you can always come there and have a, mm-hmm. have a late breakfast as well. Yep. I mean, you know, 10 o'clock might be a little bit like a That's tense. brunch by then, isn't it? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Euston, I think, do the brunch. Yeah, I think they do yeah, too. Yeah, so we, we, try not do, we try to coordinate with, with mm. Euston as well because yep. we don't want to be taking, obviously, mm. that time from anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you really, really love food, you can go breakfast and brunch. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Just hop over the bridge. Wow, exactly. Um, the, Australia Day is one of those things too when you talk about committees and the organisation everything that goes into it. Like these things don't just happen. But as soon as as soon as it becomes apparent that there's no Australia Day breakfast in Robinvale, then every, people will get yep. upset. Um, but it's one of those things that because everyone has an Australia Day breakfast, getting guest speakers and getting performers is really oh, hard because you've got to yeah. book them in yeah. like February. Yes. Like you're going to have so to book I've been next following, year's for tomorrow. Yeah, and I've been Not following – like I've, next month. I've been following people up since September mm. and I've only just sort of had really? confirmations in December, January. Mm. And, you know, no one does anything over the Christmas and myself I like to have that little bit of a break as well. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, it was just yeah. – mm. <laughs> it was sad and it's sad to have a couple of things pull like – at last away, minute. Yeah, can we get the community brass band? Yeah. We I love can them. Try. We can try. Yeah. With school holidays, it also gets a bit hard. As yeah, they're going back to school that, week, that following week. They'll that be following right. following week. Yeah. They're back at school on Thursday, aren't they? That's what Leon yep. said last week. Back at school Correct. on Thursday the After, 29th yeah. or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Well, that's not too bad. Mm. That's pretty good. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. 
one one I will mention thank you to Fiona Shawcross as well. She helped me with um, getting a, a hamper for the raffle. Oh wow! Mm. It's in an old banana box. That's really oh, cool. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So, and and the donation donations. Oh, are there's from Major locals. Mitchell. Yeah. yeah. From locals on the um, in and around town. Got the meat pack that also is part of the raffle as well. Um, but we like to have a little something extra for those that you know don't just want the meat. You know, you yeah. got the lovely little hamper there. So. I, lo- I love to win a meat pack. I've only ever won one. Svetla, Svetla won last oh, year. Oh, she, she did too. She did. Yeah. yeah. As far as the awards go, yep. Reba do the Robinvale Citizen of the Year, don't yep. they? Yep. So they they're in charge of judging and mm. all that sort of stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Um, they've done the judging for that and they've organised the plaque for, for the Robin Bar Citizen of the Year mm-hmm. and then someone from Reba will come up and, you know, give and a And present of, it. Yep, as yeah. well as give an idea as to why this person received the citizenship. For, but we're lucky that Reba actually get to be such a big part. Of, we auspice the funds for mm. it as well. So, mm. um, and thank you to Council for their um, contribution mm. as well to um, Australia. Yeah, I think we put into most of the small town municipality um, yeah we tried to do it around the municipality mm. which is good so and they're getting bigger i think like the swan hill one's huge yes. i went to that one a few yes. years ago and it is massive yeah we do a five dollar breakfast yeah. and free for kids under the age of eight um really have you seen how much my kids eat yeah i know we'll <laughs> you might want to reconsider <laughs> that <laughs> many kids like it, yeah. but yeah no um it, i think it's just something nice that they like yeah. to do and you know five dollars for Sausage and egg and whatever else. Yeah. Bacon. Oh, I love bacon idea. eggs. Yeah. I love a good I breakfast for dinner. I could do pancakes dinner. for dinner. I could do pancakes on the barbecue for Australia Day breakfast. Really? Yeah. Pancakes on the barbecue. It's a good camping. Not, we not, off- a, not a Weber though. That's what I was just thinking. Oh, I pictured no. a Weber when you said barbecue. No. Sorry. No, like a hot plate. <laughs> yeah, I'll get you now. Yeah. <laughs> but you could do on a Weber, you could put one of those grill plates, and that's what we do when we're camping. Oh, there put you go. Put one of those little grill plates. and <laughs> Luke's laughing at me. Oh, <laughs> just, I just see you just pouring it <laughs> over the grill. I encourage everybody to get to the Australia Day breakfast, regardless of what it means to you. And I had a chat to Leon last week about um, what it means to to the Indigenous population around yeah. here. And I would love to see as many as we can just to all come together, um, you know, as many from the Indigenous population, yeah. the, well, the Asian population, exactly the Tongan right. population. Yeah. Somebody said to me, you know, why do I organise? I said, I enjoy seeing the community events. While I was born in Australia, yeah. my background is Italian. Mm. My grandparents migrated here. So, mm. you know, Australia Day means something different to me, but I'm so glad that they migrated to Australia. So that's yeah. what Australia mm sort of means to me I'm celebrating what I have today yeah. and the massive, beautiful country that we live <laughs> <Yep>. in. <laughs> if we can get as many cultures, because yes. this is Australia Day in Robinvale should be about getting as many cultures together in the one spot, especially possible. in this community. And that's what I'm hoping yep. next year can be, even yep. the multicultural food sort mm. of thing, yep. you know, yep. try and get a couple of, yep. Multicultural breakfast. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. On Australia Day. Yeah. We don't yes. have to have the actual word Australia Day, but it's an Australia Day I, I, breakfast. Just think, yeah, celebrate it as, as, yeah, a day, like you said before, a day to be proud to be Australian. It's our oh, national yep. day you of know? celebration. Yeah. I mean. I celebrate what we have yep. today. Mm. Yep. And, and all the, the you know, different countries and different cultures and everyone that's living here, they're living here because they want to be here. That's mm. right. No one's mm. forcing him to live here. Mm. No. And, you know, and they're it's a great country. They're making a better life for themselves exactly. and that's, that's why right. everyone comes here. Yep. Um, and that's what we should be doing, celebrating all of that in the, on that one day, mm. regardless of what's happened in history. Yeah, and history is – and I think we've acknowledged that 
history is really awful. Like it is. what Absolutely. occurred yeah. is is awful yeah. and yeah. the way we think about it now is just like, oh my gosh. And like Leon was saying last week, that's as recent as two generations ago. Mm. Yeah, that's um, right. so that's as recent as your grandparents, my grandparents when they yeah. migrated yeah. to Australia and the stuff even the stuff that they you know, not anywhere near, but you know, the stuff that they went through to get on the boat yeah. and all all that kind of stuff is yeah. it's still really recent. So yeah. I think if we can go, you know what yeah, it happened, and it Let's was. Acknowledge it. Was, it. Well, yeah, acknowledge it. Yeah, yeah that's and right. I think we've done that. I think you know. Um, yeah, we're getting better. Kevin O Seven yeah. was the one that came out and said sorry, and now mm-hmm. we've got reconciliation day and all that stuff. So, so things are happening, and I yep. would just love to see everyone come together and mm. and just have a yarn and yep. have some brekkie, have a coffee, and yep. celebrate what. It's great to be Australian. Yep. That's right, Australia. Australia. Thanks, Jules. Thank see you ya. very much, guys. Thank you. Bye. I said when we started, Cindy, and you rocked up right when we started, no, it will be 10 minutes, 10 minutes each, and that's never the way because I like to talk. Sorry. How are you, Cindy? I'm good. How are you, Jade? Terrific. So this is Cindy Hinterhosel. That's how I pronounce your name, isn't it? That's I always get nervous before I pronounce a name that I'm not 100% on, but I should know by now. So what is your role within RDHS? So um, for the last 10 years, I've been the early childhood, early years coordinator mm-hmm. here at Robinvale District Health services. Mm-hmm. And um, in May 2018, I dropped down to half time and have t- taken on the role of the Our Place Partnership Manager, um, which is based at Rumbell College. Mm. So I'm still at RDHS and I'm at the school and... You're all just, over the place. Yeah. You've got a couple of roles. I have. So the Our Place, what does that entail like (laughs) if you can briefly what's that (laughs) all about so our place um is philanthropically funded and it's um at 10 schools throughout victoria and rumbell college is one of those schools yep so it's about um bringing children and families um together and making sure that they just get the best outcomes possible so all the way from when families are from when they're, they're pregnant, mm-hmm. so before the children are, bir- are born, right up through all of their schooling. And then it also um, extends to assisting families, um, mothers especially, with um, any extra training or schooling that they okay. may need once their children are back at school. And not actually doing that training, but working with other providers around what maybe is the need in the community and right. yeah, so it's really broad. Yeah, um, we're still very much in the early stages of that and doing a lot of consultation. So yep. um, we've employed someone to do consultation around the services mm-hmm. who um, are both in Rumvale and others from outside yep. who come into Rumvale. Um, and there's a big demographic. Um, so look at all the data around Rumvale, mm. all of the reports that have been done and sort of putting that into some kind of order. Yep. And then we're um, soon to start community consultation. So we'll have one-on-one conversations with people from all walks of life in the yep. community, finding out what their hopes and dreams are and what they think's working and what could be improved. And, yep. and then we'll set some priorities from there. Wow. That's a big job in front big of you job. then, isn't it? So our place um, is a 10-year project, okay. so it's funded for 10 years, which is great. <laughs> so you've got time. Yeah, yeah. we do. Yeah. But, um, yeah, lot, lots of times, you know, things come into the community and they've got two years funding mm. and you just, you just don't, don't know. Get, yeah. just don't get yeah. anything really set in stone. So yeah. we're hoping that 
10 years of wow. set us up for some great work. Yeah, Will, 10 years yeah. is a long, like that's a great period of time to actually make changes that need to be made, Absolutely. isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Let's talk about your role within RDHS. And I must thank them, and I haven't yet, but I must thank them for having for having us in the conference room because Marion's still away. We, we normally record at the Sentinel and Marion's been away on holiday having a well-earned rest. Um, she's not back until next week, so we're in the conference room. So thanks, RDHS. Thanks, Vicky. And I did expect to see Vicky oh, floating around, but I think because she knows hiding. we're here, she's <laughs> made herself very scarce, which is very convenient. Um, but as far as early childhood goes and the vacation care program or the school holiday program or whatever you want to call it, the activities you get to do on these are just, they come home absolutely knackered yeah. and sleep and then go again the next day. Go again the next yeah. day. Yeah. So we have lots of great activities and Anna does a wonderful job working with the children and the other educators who work within the program to mm-hmm. set up um, what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So, th- yeah, there's lots of really good things. So next week we're um, off to the Leisure Centre mm-hmm. a few days a week. We're actually going four out of the five days next week. So nice. we've got um, on Monday we've, we're going to the MVAC Deadly Choices Community Day at the Leisure Centre. Yep. Um, Tuesday we're doing some swimming uh, Wednesday, we're doing some um, art out outside, where, weather permitting, of course. Well, I was going to say, it's going to be 35 degrees yeah. on Wednesday. Oh, well, we'll see how we go. We're also going to make some rain sticks. So we what thought, are rain sticks? Well, I'm not really sure what they're going to look like, but, you know, the idea is that we're um, – you know, making them in the hope of rain and we might do a rain dance or something like that. We'll right. see how that goes. Well, the last time, now did you, were you across the, the nationwide corroboree that happened? Not um, a lot, no. Worked. Fantastic. Worked. Right, um, well, there you go. And I was aware of it on the day that it happened and they did it down here um, at the Easter camp or near the Easter camp um, in Robinvale. But all of the sort of um, traditional owners, I think I think it was the only one here, but in all sort of different um countries I suppose Um, yeah did it on the same time on the same day and it was before Christmas and it rained it rained while they were out there Oh, wow. How, how, like, that is just, and I love stuff like that. I'm fully into it. So, rain sticks, go for it. Rain sticks, yeah. yeah. And then Thursday, MDAS has got a community community family fun day at the Leisure Centre again. So, we'll hop over there. Friday's swimming again. And then in the afternoon, last day of the school holiday program, we'll just relax a bit. Who wrote Chillax on that timetable? Anna. Did she? Yes. Mm, Anna and I need to have words. Oh. Oh, there's two four words in the English language that we've banned. There's the J word that Luke's 42K <laughs> for 42K. We've banned it. Yes. The word journey. Journey. Hate mm-hmm. it. We just, it's up yes. there with the M word and the S word, but <laughs> chillax is the other one. Oh, it's not even well, a word. No, it's not. No. It's not. I mean, but, yeah, it's yeah. a cool, uh, if that's what the kids are saying, fine. Lit is another one. Oh, lit. Yeah. yeah that's Stevie cool. Bowden said it to me the other day <laughs> when I said I'm having a birthday next week. He goes, you're going to get lit. And I went, um, what? I don't, I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> These are great timetables though, aren't they? Yeah, lots of fun. So we do lots of really active stuff. We go out and about a little bit. We um, really avoid going, um, you know, to Mildura to, you know, the the paid activities because yeah. there's so much to do around that's yeah. free. Um, we haven't this time, but, you know, sometimes we hop over to Bell Reynolds and just go to the um, – the centre there, which yeah. we have a really good look, and go to the 
the swinging bridge, which is always causes a ruckus because yep. some of the children want to shake the bridge and others are oh, petrified gosh. and mm. don't want to. So well, Nikki was saying that fun. last school holidays, she the the attendance was quite low, so mm. she took a couple just to Bell Reynold for the day and had a ball. Yeah, yeah, lots of fun. We've actually had really good attendance. Well, it always can improve. We have actually space for 30 children, but we've had an average or around about 11 children Jeez, that's every day, good though. Which is, yeah, a big improvement on yeah. last time. And all ages from those who were finished preschool ready to go into prep in mm-hmm. a couple of weeks um, right up to grade sixes. So, mm. yeah, it's really oh, so it's primary school aged it's children, isn't it? Yeah, and you have to have finished the preschool and going into prep. And going into prep. So the Christmas holidays is the only time that we have children who aren't already in yeah. in primary school. That's yeah. that gap between the preschool and primary. And it comes under the childcare subsidy too, it doesn't does, it? Which yeah. a lot of people don't know. I didn't know until I spoke to Anna last time. Yeah, so definitely. So you fill out um, the form, and we need. Um, the child and your yourselves, date mm-hmm. of birth and CRN number, and that gets put onto our system and it gets sent off to Centrelink and they um, then send you back a notification saying that the out-of-school hours <laughs> is mm. trying to register your child. Um, will you please approve it or not? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you do because that's the way you get it. Mm. <laughs> um, and then once that's done, the subsidy is... You're it's entitled automatic. to it yeah. and all we do is put um, the child's attendance into the program yeah. and then they feed back how yeah. much the actual bill is. Mm. So, Which yeah. is great. Yeah, so it could fantastic. be, yeah, you can get up to, you can get almost fully funded in yeah, some cases, you, can't yeah. you? Yeah, so um, for example, a full day without any subsidy is $50 and there are families out there who... That's still cheap. Yeah, for 10 hours. Yeah. We're open from 8 in the morning till 6 at night. Are so you f- Serious? Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, and then, you know, potentially it could come down to, uh, you know, maybe $10 for the day. When you think about um, daycare for two kids at $58, like for $58 will be your full tilt before the subsidy. Before subsidy. Um, No, sorry, it's $105 a day. Yeah, I thought $58 was a $58 is what (laughs) those of us that, you know, have to pay per child. Yeah. Um, But $105 per day before the subsidy. So $50 is... $50. And um, so most of the time... Um, you supply lunch for mm. the child. Um, we always have fruit on hand. And then there's days on the program where we do lunch. We might um, cook and make a restaurant or um, we might make pizzas. We did that one day last week or mm. whatever. I can so, see that. Yeah. I'm making me want pizza. I might go via the jack on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. And so into the school year, the out-of-school, like after-school hours, because I yeah. know that can be trying to juggle that, those couple of hours after school gets out can be a real challenge Absolutely. for working parents and carers. Yeah. So we collect from all three schools, so Robinvale College, St Mary's and also Euston. So we'll take a car over there and collect any children that we need to, bring them back to the hall opposite St Mary's. Mm-hmm. And so we collect them after school and we're there till six o'clock at night. So that without subsidy is $16.50 per day. Um, but again, there's people, you know, we have less than $5 yeah. um, it could come down to. Yep. And, you know, it's just a peace of mind. Some people use it, you know, if their children's got 
a sport or something later in the afternoon and yep. instead of picking them up from school, taking them for an hour and coming back, mm. we'll have them for that period and yep. then they pick them up and take them to sport or whatever. Right. So, yeah. So it's yeah. not – do you have to be enrolled and use it all the time or can it just be the occasional – It can definitely be the occasional. So once you've filled out the form and we've got it on record yep. and all the subsidies gone through and um, – that kind of thing, then you can just call us during the day and say, you know, I'm stuck in Mildura. Can you please pick up little Johnny from St Mary's? So good. And we can do that. So the phone is not manned during the day, but you leave a message and that's checked before the end of school every day. So we will get the messages. That's amazing. For someone that doesn't have family in Robinvale, you know, it's so easy you know, if you've got family around to call mum or dad or whoever or a sister and say, can you go and pick up the kids? But if you don't have that, like I I don't have that, um, then a service like that is, that's life-changing. Yeah, it's really good. Really, honestly life-changing. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, some children are there every day. Some are only there, you know, one or two days a week and and Mm. many are just casual. Yeah. for, you know, things like that. That's awesome. So yeah. it's so worth filling in the form and getting Absolutely. it organised just in case. Yeah. To mm. do that, you can call in at the hall, which yep. is opposite St Mary's. So we're there every day mm-hmm. um, next week, although we will be in and out to the community centre. Um, and or just to check where we are, you can call us on 0408 and that's the after school hours I will um, write that down and put it on the location care. Yeah. yeah. And you've got the um the early years Facebook page as well. We do. Yeah. So Rumbell District Health Services Early Years. Um and we put lots of information on there about our different programs. So whether it's hippie or playgroups or the out of school hours program, mobile visiting play program, mm. all the different services um that we run. So there's lots of information on there. Yeah, and you can get hold of people on there too, which is handy. Absolutely. Send Mm. a message and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Well, we've got you. How did Jake go in the boat over Christmas, New Year? Yeah, I think he was pretty um, keen, although there is talk of perhaps needing a new prop because, you know... He, he thinks he could probably get a little bit more speed out of it with a different prop. Well, so. that's fair enough. Then well, obviously, that's what you need. Yeah. Does he have <laughs> to put in a proposal to you and present it like a business proposition? Uh, well, Jake actually owns half the boat. So he does. He? Uh, he does. Good so on him. We had a bit of a. Yeah, he wasn't, you know, I'm not one to give for the sake of giving. You've got to earn Good for on it. You. Yeah. You know, um, it was, it was a lot of money. And yeah. You can't just get given. You can things. hear it coming. Yeah, <laughs> you can hear it coming as soon as he starts it. Yeah, um, even when he's you know forty k's away. Forty k's away. That's yeah. It. So yeah. So he's um yeah he he will buy mm. his own prop. I would imagine. Yeah. Good. Um, and he's doing ski school. You were saying. <laughs> yeah, he's going up to um, the Mordura Ski Club and yep. helping them out. I think I believe on the weekend. So he will pick up the boat on his way home because. The next race is in a chica at the Southern 80. Yeah. So he'll be ready. When's that? Um, the <laughs> around the seventh, eighth, ninth of, of Feb, Feb, isn't it? Like early that. Feb. Yeah. yeah. So he wants it um, up there so he can do breakfast with the stars, and they have the boats out on display and things. Nice. So that's a Friday morning, but we won't be there till Friday night. Can you do come and do some ski lessons at Robinvale? Oh, I'm just sure for it those could. of us that need it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure it's not just, you know. I'm sure he'd have a ball doing it. Yeah. Even for kids. Like, I'm shocking at trying to teach kids. 
So if he wants to, let's make that happen. Right, let's yeah. do it. We'll get Great. that sorted. All right, we'll I'll handball that to you. Yeah. Fantastic. Just telling. Awesome. <laughs> Sydney, thank you very much. I'll let you go. It's late on a Friday afternoon and I'm holding everybody up here. So thanks to RDHS. Thanks to everyone that came on today. There'll be another update with Luke uh, on for our patrons later in the week. Sydney, thanks very much. Have a wonderful weekend. You too, Jade. Thanks for listening to The Vale Podcast. Subscribe at thevalepodcast.com.au. 